Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Law Chats with John and Amy. I hope you all had a good week. I'm John Yulian. And I'm Amy Blafko. This week's question is, can I remove a lien from my house using a bankruptcy? And the answer to that is yes, with a question mark. It depends on what kind of lien, when it was put on your property, what your property is worth, and what kind of bankruptcy you're in. So John and I are going to talk about the different ways that you can do that during this episode and um, hopefully provide a little clarity on that. Um, So the first kind is what um, is kind of known as a cram down. Essentially, that is you take part of a mortgage or a second mortgage and you're able to remove it depending on the value of the property. It's not that common right now because real estate prices have just keep, keep going up and up. But about 10 years ago, um, when all these people had taken out large second mortgages and then all of a sudden their property was worth a lot less, it was much more common. So I'll give you an example. Someone, um, their house in 2007 was worth $700,000. They had a first mortgage of $550,000. And then they took out a second mortgage of another $50,000. That was great. Things were fine. And then the market tanked. So when they came to see us in 2013, they their property was only worth $500,000. They still had that first mortgage, which was more than $500,000. And then they had a second mortgage for another $50,000. In that situation, we were able to take the second mortgage and remove the lien for it and treat it like a general unsecured creditor. And the reasoning for that is if the house was sold, they were never going to get paid anyways because there wasn't enough equity to actually secure their lien. Um, So that's something that you can only do in a Chapter 13 bankruptcy. It's an incredibly amazing tool, but just because of where real estate prices are right now in Massachusetts, it's not it's not getting used very much right now. Right, and it's a good point, Amy. Um, real estate has obviously gone up a lot in value, but you never know. Real estate values can change and go the other direction, and, and maybe that will uh, become um, uh, prevalent again. I want to talk about another method to remove a uh, lien on a property. And it's under the Bankruptcy Code Section 547, in which you can remove a lien, a judicial lien, that's considered a preference, meaning it was put on within 90 days of the bankruptcy. Um, I sort of have to take a step back. And you gave a great example where someone was going to remove a mortgage. People need to remember, a mortgage is a lien on the property. So when we use the term lien, that can be a mortgage. That could be an attachment, which is a judicial lien, comes through the court. An execution, which is once again a judicial lien, it comes through the court process. Um, so there's different types of liens out there. And under Section 547, you can remove a judicial lien that has been put on within the last 90 days prior to your bankruptcy filing. So Regardless of the valuations, and Amy, in your example, where you were talking about a cram down, the valuation and and how much the liens were for were all critical in evaluating whether you can cram down, in in your hypothetical, a mortgage and make it an unsecured claim. Well, under 547, 
I'm going to take a judicial lien, which is now a secured claim, and I'm going to make it an unsecured claim, for example, in a chapter 13, because the lien is within 90 days of the bankruptcy. And the benefit to the debtor is it was a secured claim, meaning an attachment, an execution on the property. And because it was done within 90 days of the bankruptcy, I get to turn it into an unsecured claim, and those liens are now voided on the property. So Section 547 of the Bankruptcy Code is a second mechanism that allows you to um, remove a lien uh, against your uh, real estate. Okay. And then the last one is under um, Section 522, and this is called lien avoidance. And it's a little bit different, and it has to do with your bankruptcy exemptions. And if you don't remember what those are, go back and listen to an old podcast where we talk about those. But essentially, they're... Um... Amy, isn't that everybody's worst nightmare to have to go back and listen to one of our prior podcasts? The fact they're watching this one, we're very grateful for. But uh, <laughs> it's a lot to expect them to watch this and then have to go back and watch an old one. But that is uh, true, so but I don't want to throw around terms and confuse people. So essentially, an exemption is an amount we get to protect um, the equity in some asset. So in this situation, say you have a house that's worth $700,000 and you have a mortgage that's worth $500,000 and you never paid your American Express bill and they've gotten a lot, they filed a lawsuit against you and now they have an attachment and it's recorded at the Registry of Deeds that you owe American Express $25,000. In that situation, typically now they're a secured creditor and they need to get paid in full. But you have the right to use your full exemption. And in Massachusetts, if you have a homestead on your property and you've had it for more than three and a quarter years that, um, and, and you've recorded the homestead. I'm not sure I said that, but if you've recorded the homestead, you get to protect up to $500,000 of equity. So the way they look at it is say, okay, this house is worth 700,000 and the mortgage is 500. So there's 200,000 of equity and you can protect up to 500,000 of that. So if I make you pay this lien, I'm eating into the exemption in which you are entitled. So we could file a motion to avoid the lien and um, the judge would hopefully enter an order that says that that lien is now an unsecured creditor and they get to be treated like all the other unsecured creditors, which means um, most likely they're just getting a percent of what is owed as opposed to, as opposed to the whole thing. Um, and you no longer have that lien on your property if you finish your chapter 13 you can also do it in a chapter seven, but it's a little bit different. Hey, Amy, thank you. I think that's a great point to uh, stop on today. Um, I think, I think we've overwhelmed them enough for one day. <laughs> people's heads are going to explode if we go into any more detail. But um, I think that's helpful giving an overview on different ways liens can be uh, removed or voided uh, when you're in uh, a chapter 13 or you're in bankruptcy. So thank you for the explanation, Amy. All right. Thanks for chatting with us this week. We look forward to chatting with you again next time. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email us at info at yulianlaw.com. Remember that Law Chats with John and Amy is intended as a general reference and considered general advertising and listeners should check for changes to any applicable laws and consult with an attorney on any legal issue. The information provided does not constitute legal advice and any thoughts or commentary by the podcasting lawyers is provided as a service of the community and does not constitute solicitation of legal advice. 
The lawyers in the law firm of Yulian Associates PC make no warranties and disclaim all liabilities for damages resulting from its use. Nothing provided in the podcast should be considered a substitute for advice from counsel. No attorney-client relationship is formed by listening or participating in this podcast, and in the event that the podcast receives emails about the subject matter, no attorney-client relationship is created via the email communication.